Okay, still recording. And we're going to say welcome to the Love of Learning Podcast. Welcome to the Love of Learning Podcast. Where we bring the fun and discovery of Kids Quest Children's Museum right into your own home. I'm your host, Ali Sherotis. Each time your family visits KidsQuest and buys a membership or pays daily admission, you are directly helping fund the programming that happens within the museum and out in the community. The museum literally would not be able to run without the incredible love and support of our patrons. That being said, the cost of museum admissions can be a barrier for many low-income families. KidsQuest participates in a program called Museums for All, that encourages individuals of all backgrounds to visit museums regularly and build lifelong museum habits. Through Museums for All, those receiving food assistant, SNAP benefits, can gain free or reduced admission to more than 600 museums throughout the United States simply by presenting their SNAP EBT electronic benefit transfer card for up to four people per card. Museums for All invites all visitors to feel welcome at cultural institutions. Every single visit, no blackout dates, come on in and you'll get the $3 rate. In 2019, KidsQuest saw 5,288 patrons who used Museums for All to enjoy the museum. Finances should never be the reason a child doesn't get to come and play and learn at the museum. KidsQuest's mission is to create learning through the power of play and exploration that connects children to their communities in the world. To make sure everyone gets a chance to play and learn with KidsQuest, they take financial accessibility very seriously. My name is Lauren Belmonte. I'm the Director of Visitor Services here at KidsQuest Children's Museum. And essentially what that means is I'm in charge of the daily operations of everything that you see when you come to visit KidsQuest. So everything from checking in at the front desk, the staff that you interact with on the floor, the facility that you're playing in, all of that falls under my day-to-day tasks of overseeing operations of the museum. We recognize that museums, and in this case, children's museums, are not always accessible to all families. Um, Barriers can range from anything from income to transportation to not speaking English as your first language, So there's a lot of reasons that museums are maybe not something that you grew up doing or know how to visit or have the ability to visit. Museums for All specifically allows us to address income as a barrier and help remove one of the barrier points. You know, we're still interested in removing the others, but this specifically helps us address income as a reason that families aren't able to visit the museum. And we wanna make sure that we're including everybody and everyone has an opportunity to come to Kids Quest. I think people people often have a perception of Bellevue as being, you know, just overall very wealthy and but I think Kids Quest caters to a really diverse range of people and that's really incredible and also from not just from Bellevue, people can, you know, exactly. travel from from so far. So I yeah, really admire Kids Quest for taking that um, barrier into account. And, and that is something that's very much worth noting because Bellevue has this perception of being high income, which for many families it, it is. And, but because of that perception, I think sometimes that we lose the families who are not making a six-figure income or are not able to afford a 
you know, hundred dollar visit somewhere. So you just don't see that need called out as much in Bellevue. It doesn't mean that it's not there. And that's something that's very important for us to recognize that. Why is it important in particular for children's museums to offer a program that is discounted? Absolutely. So, I mean, education through play is an essential part of a child's development and visiting a museum can inspire the development of new skills, interests, ignite creativity, and can also enrich social connections, which we've talked so much about in this post-COVID year and realize how important that is. So opportunities for this type of education and interaction, specifically for that zero to five age group, can be really challenging for parents to find. Many resources for low-income families aren't available until children are entering kindergarten or first grade. And we believe that Museums for All is a way Kids, Kids Quest can work to fill this gap in our community because we do believe that parents are actively seeking out new experiences to enjoy with their children and to help educate them in different ways. So that's why it's so important to us. And really next steps are just how do we continue to get the word out? Looking forward, what are some ways that Kids Quest is looking to inc- further increase accessibility? So our access programs have really just been an evolving process over the years at KidsQuest. Many years ago, we had popular programs, which were free Friday nights and then eventually our dollar Thursday nights. But we elected to stop them and go for Museums for All instead a few years back because we realized how restricting free nights can be. You don't want to have the stigma of my family can only afford to come on this specific night. And the goal of Museums for All is to provide the same access to everyone. So it's equitable. You can come the same time that anyone who wants to pay the full $10 admission can come. And there's no restrictions to that for you. Um, So that is one of the ways we've been evolving in the way we think about our access programs throughout the years. Going forward in 2021, our goals are to even remove barriers further. We know there are things we're still missing. We're constantly asking ourselves, what are we missing? Why do so many families not know about museums for all? Because we know the need is greater than the audience that we're serving. So one of the things that we're gonna be doing is we'll be asking a team of community members to advise us on how we can make the program stronger over the course of this summer. So these will be people who are either leaders in the community or work with organizations who directly have their boots on the ground with community that we are trying to serve, working with these families in a direct capacity and can really say to us, hey, here's what's still making this hard for this family to visit the museum, or here's how you're not effectively getting the museums for all information out into our community. So we're really looking forward to being able to get gain that information from people who are directly interacting with the families and hopefully make our program stronger through that process. The other thing that we're going to be doing is we're trying to reduce the different access points and make it easier. So you're just going through the Museums for All program. Right now we offer a program where we offer scholarships, scholarship memberships to families in need. The goal is to make this a Museums for All membership program. So instead of having to go through the process of filling out extensive paperwork, submitting it to the museum, waiting for us to review your scholarship application, and then hopefully being awarded the membership, 
you'll be able to show those same forms that you used to participate in the Museums for All program. So you could, for example, show your EBT card at the front desk and automatically purchase a significantly discounted Museums for All rate membership. So you don't have to go through the red tape, which we know can be a barrier for some families. So that's something that we're going to have coming out in the summer of 2021, and we're really excited about that. Since the launch of the initiative in 2014-2015, Museums for All has served more than 3 million visitors nationwide at more than 600 museums of all varieties, representing all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Museums for All is the only nationally coordinated financial accessibility program in the museum field. The 2018 Museums for All Evaluation Report indicated that participating museums all experienced some unexpected benefits after implementing the program. The report states, while all participating organizations may have expected to reach a new audience, many had not expected their visitors, their communities, or their own staff to change, grow, or evolve simply from developing and offering an affordable ticket price for the community members. A full two-thirds of survey respondents shared an unexpected outcome or benefit that their museum has experienced. I just think it's important for people to know all the different facets of what KidsQuest is doing and that this is the breadth of work that you maybe don't see when you visit the museum or that you maybe don't see on our website, but that is so important to us and our mission and our work as a nonprofit organization here in the Bellevue community. So I really appreciate the opportunity to get to share this with everybody and um, make everyone aware of the different type of work that KidsQuest is doing. Keep an eye out for more information coming later this summer on that incredible program. Thank you to Lauren for sharing this exciting news with me and for sharing the work she and her team are doing to make sure everyone gets their day to play. In today's audio postcard, we join Miss AJ in making some prints with recycled material that we all have laying around the house. Enjoy! Hi everybody! My name is Miss AJ and welcome to the Art Nook. Today we're going to do some printing. What I need you to grab around your house are some materials that we're gonna use to make prints on paper today. So what I found here at the museum is pretty simple stuff. I found some blocks that we use, some bubble wrap that came in a package, and the other cool thing that I'll show you to use is a meat tray that you, that's something from the grocery store that you can rinse off, and we're gonna use that to make some prints as well. Along with those items, and you guys can use anything that you find around your house, that as long as your grown-up says it's okay to get paint on. I'm going to grab a tray or a plate that will wash off when I'm done with all my paints. Some scissors to cut my meat tray. Some black and white paper, because I want to test and see what works better for my paints. As well as my tempera paints. To start off, I'm gonna squeeze a little bit of each of these colors onto my tray, and it doesn't really matter what it looks like because I just wanna be able to press my items onto the tray and then onto my paper. I'm gonna start with my white paper, and the first thing I'm gonna make a print of 
are my blocks just to see what kind of shapes I can make. And I'm going to dip it into my purple paint on the edge of it. And then I'm just gently pushing on to my paper to create some prints. It looks just like this block or this bead prints. So the last print I want to show you is with that meat tray I had you guys grab. I'm going to cut off a piece so that I have a flat spot. I want to be able to have a flat space on this. And this is a little tough, so if you need a grown-up to help you cut a piece, definitely find a grown-up and some big scissors. So I've cut off a corner just like this, and you can see that this part is flat. You want to be able to push that onto the surface of your paper. The other thing I have is a pencil, and it's not super sharp. It is a little bit dull, so that means it's not sharpened to a super sharp point. And then I'm going to use that to draw onto that meat tray and the flat part of the meat tray. Because I'm going to make my very own stamp. And I think I'm going to draw something simple to start with just to make it easy. I'm going to draw a smiley face. And you don't want to push all too hard that you're making holes in it, but you do want to push hard enough that you can see what you are creating. That's why it's really important that the pencil is not super, super sharp. So as you may be able to see, I now have a smiley face on my meat tray. I'm going to dip it just like I did my other materials into the paint and then press it on to my paper and see if I can see what I have created. See if my drawing shows up. There is a smiley face starting to appear. So I'm going to get one more piece of the tray and try again and see if I can get it to work better this time. So you guys can draw and create using that meat tray. And just remember, if you're writing words, they actually have to be written backwards because when you push this down on here, it's gonna make an image, a reverse image of what you've created here. So if you're writing your name, write, write it backwards, starting at the end and going forwards. All right, you guys, it has been fun as always doing some art with you today. I hope you join us again. Thanks so much and have a great day.